0: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And Dr. Squee.
1: Dragon! Move along, Dragon!
0: And we're here to talk about the latest episode of Lower Decks, and we're back to how we like to do things, which is an episode of Lower Decks, and then another episode that it's led us to. Yeah, and, an adjacent episode. And oh, what this week, it's a notorious episode. Um, we're going to be talking about Move Along Home. <laughs> I read the thing... I was... You know, when you start looking for stuff and all that, because I look for screenshots to do the thumbnail. So it pulls up articles and all sorts sometimes. And it was uh, one of them, is a meme because um, what's worse than no one watching your absolute best episode? It's absolutely everyone watching your worst.
1: You know, I wouldn't mind, but you know, where. <laughs> I mean, still, I don't know why I do it to myself, but I still try and use the Paramount app, even though it is buggy as hell. We won't even talk. We'll talk about the content in a bit because we, we were going to talk about it. But it's the fact that now, according to Paramount, because we already watched Move Along Home, or I did before the When Trek Goes Wrong panel, because we talked about it briefly there. Now, according to Paramount Plus, my favorite episodes are all the Dominion War and move along home mm. thanks free Track.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like when you you start he watching...
1: loves that episode he just keeps on watching it
0: it's like you you start watching an episode of something that turns out to be really crap on netflix and then it's in You continue watching forever <laughs> yeah you're like
1: you can remove it now there is an option oh because, there um, we go then because um some other people signed in my account a few times and it was like stewart I don't want everyone to think i watched, like, that 70s show on repeat. It's like, it's it's not my cup of tea. Exactly. (laughs) It's ridiculous.
0: Anyway, before we get into the episodes, we talked about it last week, but we were still under an embargo. Uh, but One we do second. actually have whoa,
1: whoa, some... Whoa, whoa. We, we, we've got a banner for a reason. I know yeah. we've got a
0: banner. I was going to talk while you put the banner up and it was going to look seamless. But oh, sorry. That's fine.
1: I put just the, want banner to get up. the
0: banner up. Put the banner No, no, no
1: go, go on. No, go no, say I want the banner. No, I'll put it up at the same time. Let's do it um, the same no, time. no,
0: I want the banner first now.
1: Come. I, I love it when we go together.
0: <laughs> right. We do have some retrek news.
1: Flawless. No one knows the thing.
0: <laughs> Those of you listening on audio, we now have a little banner that says "The <laughs> Trek News" going along the bottom of the
1: screen. It's just me getting to the right screen to, to put up the banners.
0: So our news is: um, we are going to be appearing at the Sci-Fi Weekender next March, where we will twice. be doing twice.
1: Headliner guests. <laughs> we are. We're on, you know, we're, on, we're
0: on. We are on the poster. Yep. I'm not. I'm not sure if they. Sarah Jane, who we go to see next week, Madam Misfit, is mm-hmm. watching. I've seen the poster. But we are build above her. We are. <laughs> <laughs> But and she's not watching now, I will mention it next week. And, and it, whether, she's watching or,
1: whether she's watching me or not, we agree it is wrong. We <laughs> oh yes. We, we,
0: we we're it not quite sure things. how we've wound yeah. up on the poster, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. the fact is we are. But I'm going to, I'm going to get some mileage out of it. Should we, get t- just, we, just, we get t-shirts just, made with just that poster with us on it. That'd be pretty good.
1: And just in case the people who put the post together or Sam and Dave from, from uh, SFW, it's not a lack of gratitude which no. It's just a, a, a sincere admiration for the other acts.
0: No, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's fantastic. So we, we're nothing but grateful. We're just having a bit of a laugh with it. But
1: just
0: We can tell you what we're going to be doing we can. on the title. We can tell you the title, but we're not going to ruin it by telling you what the content will be. You'll better Which one guess. of the titles... Oh, there's many titles. Shh. Um, no, our, our title.
1: No, there's yeah. So basically, they're they're putting on a new kind of like a, a yearly thing, which is going to be called Behind the Cipher, and then we've got our title of what we're doing as part of it. Yeah. Just to clarify any kind of confusion, so it's not Doctor Who based, even though Behind the Cipher, it's kind of a tribute to Fiangwin, who sadly passed away during uh, uh, over the pandemic uh, from COVID. Um, so it's a bit of a tribute to her because she used to do an act called Behind the Cipher.
0: Like, yeah, yes, just to clarify any
1: confusion she, she did gonna, do a,
0: a really good uh, Star Trek part I, did. Uh, uh, yeah. yes so to, did
1: it was amazing Yeah, um, yeah. I got to
0: play Red while I had my bad back so I couldn't like, dive on the I floor I remember yeah. <laughs> and, yeah so the the idea yep. we think is that it's going to be a chance for different people to contribute different things over the years uh, but they've been kind enough to ask us to to do the first one to kick it off and Not we yet. are going to be doing Retrek Presents When Trek Goes Wrong at the movies, which <laughs> if anyone saw us uh, just about a year ago now, coming up on a year ago at the Sci-Fi Weekend. There uh, um, is some <laughs> of it on our on, uh, YouTube. There is some on our YouTube. We did When Trek Goes Wrong, which where we talked about a number of the... Less successful Including episodes, Move
1: Along Home.
0: Including it Move Along Home briefly. And we're doing a sequel to that where we're going to talk about the movies and when the movies went wrong. Now I'm sure Unpossi- that... Uh, can I give one little clue that we may fix some of it? Yes, yeah. We're, we're going to see if we can make it go go <laughs> right to
1: and no spoilers, but there might be two movies if you mention you're just wrong. I mean, we will, we will get audience yeah. participation, but there's two movies you're just wrong about. If yeah. You, if you say Trek went wrong in any way during the <laughs>
0: Yes. But yeah. as, you know, in terms of hit to miss rate, it's weird because I'd say Star Trek as a tv show even though there's been 800 odd episodes there's more hits than misses whereas the films there's been 13 and there's arguably been more misses than hits which is
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think <laughs> on the hit ones we're gonna have to like just so we kind of like make it fair we're just gonna have to bring up like blooper or like technical errors <laughs> you know well that's, that was good you good. mentioning well,
0: if, we get, if we get through all the movies there's quite a lot of movies now to fit into yeah. 45 minutes oh, okay. we may, yeah. we may yeah only get through three or four of them.
1: Well, look, I can give like, you an example. Star Trek 6, yeah, okay, perfect movie, but in the scene in the galley, why the hell have they got a phaser bank in the middle of the kitchen? Like, that's my, that's my that's my one. have never worked in a and kitchen.
0: That's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's all I've of... got
0: to say, and I did used to work in kitchens. And we will <laughs> also, <laughs> also be putting together a workshop <laughs> all about podcasting, so if you're interested in podcasting all we can tell you is how to do a podcast as professional as this one so take <laughs> that with whatever pinch of salt you want but <laughs> we will certainly tell you how to, make, to <laughs> how to make a podcast and how to put it on the internet that yeah, is all we are guaranteeing for those who listen to us that don't watch us. I do regularly sit here with a glass of wine in one hand and a cig in the other.
1: <laughs> and, and if you've seen any of our, our solo work, you'll know that it's not any of the others down. We are all as professional as one another. Absolutely.
0: So we're going
1: to. I've got to say, Elliot's every trick, like model studios, is pretty pro. In the yeah, day. that that is professional.
0: That's uh, that that's uh, that's the professional part of it, our empire. It, it's but, it's uh,
1: me, and YouTube dragging him down.
0: <laughs> that's it. But um, yeah, so we'll be we'll be do, running a bit of a workshop on how to do podcasts. Got some ideas what we're going to do there, and we'll be doing when Trek goes wrong at the movies. Um, so if you. Want to come on down to the Sci-Fi Weekender? We would love to see you there. I believe there's still tickets available, but there's some competitions running. Give that a bash. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, there are, are rumours if you enter the competition, you do win. Hey, it's, I mean, there is data. There, There, there is a trend of, of data that would suggest that. But <laughs> Anyway. So I think, our, I think our group of six had about 30 tickets one year because of entering it. May well have done. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's what we'll be doing at the Sci-Fi <laughs> Weekend in March. We'll tell you a lot more about it as we get closer to the time. Um, uh, if I have my new camera by then, we will be filming the whole thing. There we go. So, um, first thing to talk about then is the very short treks which have been popping up. And yeah, these are good. These are good fun. They're a couple of minutes of fun. I will tell you what isn't fun about oh go on paying six pound ninety nine a fucking month for Paramount Plus <laughs> and having to search for them on YouTube yes. because they're not yeah. on Paramount Plus.
1: I mean, Jesus, they really it's want at to at just least... shoot themselves in the dick on Paramount Plus. They just, I mean, just talk about failed launches. Sorry, Elliot. I think you had more. Sorry, I didn't mean. COVID. Yeah, I, I was just off to say.
0: I purely signed up for Paramount Plus for Star Trek. Mm -hmm. They keep taking content off. They're they're not putting some new content on with Prodigy. The Star Trek did. they tried to pretend it no longer exists. It was, they were celebrating animated and it didn't even get a mention. We've got
1: new short, short treks. They're not on there. It's crazy. I'm just I was just going to say, I mean, like, you don't even know, you can go right back to the launch. They launched with uh, episodes of Next Generation Next Generation missing. Yeah. Some yeah. of their other uh, Star Trek shows were already licensed out to other people. They should have like it would only have cost them a few months of waiting to have all the content in on they, the same time.
0: And aside from Star Trek, they put cheers in the wrong order. Yeah, which I think's been sorted now. It has been sorted now, but, you know. It's
1: very amateur. Yeah, they're two flagship. Let's face it, Star Trek is their main flagship, and I'd say the Cheers of Verse is very, like, up there. Like, sitcoms always do really well, and those are sitcom royalty Cheers and Frasier, like Frasier reboot coming up soon. Uh, They've got a few other kind of big hit shows, like Murder, she and a few other bits. Yellowstone. Yellowstone did really well, but, like, let's face it, Star Trek is your bread and butter. That is Star what Trek. They,
0: they admit Star Trek is their flagship show, their flagship franchise. Mm-hmm. So
1: why the fuck can't they get it all on there? And I think that they might actually be the the one of the oldest studios, if not the oldest in America, and certainly I think the oldest surviving one. <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong on those, but like certainly up there for that. Yeah, going a think good while. They, and yeah, you know, me and Jim were sort of like chatting back and forth about Apple like versus uh, Paramount. It's like which one's the worst. My only argument is Apple are new to TV, and they've got every episode of all their shows up. Yeah, the, Paramount going for hundred over hundred years is, isn't enough.
0: Yeah, but that isn't actually a major achievement for someone like Apple who hasn't got a lot of shows. No, that's the thing it with is, like, Apple.
1: They've launched a lot of big kind of, <laughs>
0: Apple. New. Yeah, yeah. P- pound for pound. In terms of quality, I think Apple is one of the best ones because just about everything is really, really good. But the problem is it's so limited that you can literally subscribe to a month, a year, and watch everything and then pick it up again in a year's time, which is fine. Um, Paramount has tons of content... But the way they present it is very bad, and the omissions are just beyond a joke, to be honest. Uh, which includes these short, short treks, it includes Prodigy, it includes the regular short treks. They still haven't put the 4K version of the motion picture director's cut on there, even though it's been widely available, and I'm happier by the Blu ray. But i should have the option of watching it on a streaming service that purports seven, to have everything at, at, at seven pounds a month you got <coughs> that you sat that was sold to me as a star trek fan for Plus. So that's literally that why i bought it it should have my content there absolutely sure yeah
1: i i it's it's <coughs> it ludicrous they just um i just don't know how like it, I'm sorry, the oldest studio in the business should have learned a trick or two along the way. Like they should have kept up with streaming and what it meant. And known all the other... They're the only service to have launched with so many large gaps in the audience. I think in America, HBO when they first launched their first one, had a similar problem Mm. uh, because of of everything being licensed out. But really, Paramount, again, they only had to wait a few months, whereas HBO had some longer-term deals, which took them long to land. So they would have had to lay, like, half a (sighs) year, something like that. Paramount didn't have that issue. Like, they were all set to run out.
0: Like, I almost wondered because of the amount of content that's missing from Paramount's back library as well, like we've never had on, and some kids getting dropped from the driven the service very quickly and if they've bought second hand servers if they haven't got decent enough service to all the content <laughs> that they haven't got the storage <laughs> like, like they've bought the old uh, blockbuster servers from when Netflix yeah, first started. is it um, <laughs> um, Warner Brothers that's apparently <coughs> lost, lost Aquaman 2 in its servers somewhere and uh, there was a thing about a week really? ago I, I I don't know. I mean, they've released the trailer, so presumably they've found it, but apparently there was a worry at some point that they'd lost the master file of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway.
1: Because the thing is, like, at least you can say with someone like you know, with Apple, uh, it's the same with, as with Amazon. Basically, they can sort of, they've got so much money, they can basically offer um you know the the tv as a thing to sell their devices like if you buy the device you get six months free whatever else hopefully people say subscribe but essentially they can just use it to move other goods yeah prime same kind of thing they could they sort of use it as an added extra to, for you to get prime for delivery yeah uh with paramount their only business is tv <laughs> and they're not doing very well at, i'm sorry but that does seem like the first service which is going to get folded into another one or yeah. so and please just do it now I'm sorry you guys cannot do streaming you proved it time and time no. again and that's enough just, just fold in with Netflix. Netflix needs a bit of help. You've got like the yeah, guns you can just merge.
0: bolster, bolster another one with it. Anyway, let's let's talk about the short, short treks, which are not on Amazon. Are we, uh, sorry, are we just not doing the first two? Are we going to just talk about the first two because the third one's literally just dropped? It's, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good part. do next? Yeah, we yeah. should so probably give next, and then we'll the do two people a week. Chance. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so good. the first one was the bloopers one where Spot decides <laughs> he's going to show everybody bloopers. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really good fun. And a, a brilliant line is where they say a blooper reel should not have an in-memoriam section.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I like, it. all it took was to put Ethan Peck's Spock into animation, and he was perfectly logical. All yeah. the way through. that's the most logical I've seen the character being. Yet. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I just thought it was. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: very a few good gags in there, really good fun. The the second one, it yeah, I thought the captain was almost like a parody of Trump, where. Just the way he started talking at the end, yeah. It was almost like the entire... I'm going to say it was almost like the entire date, actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it was kind of weird. It didn't feel like a a Shatner. It felt like like Kirk. Well, he was listed
0: as um, Starship Captain, not as Kirk, so...
1: Yeah, Yeah, because it was like... I am right, that was... Yeah, I thought they might have got Paul Wesley for it.
0: Yeah, I thought that, but they haven't, so I'm not sure if it is meant to be Kirk. and It almost did make me a little bit uncomfortable with the bit where he's saying, like, oh whatever you say these days, someone seems to pop up and be angry at it. And I was like, is this having a go at sort of <laughs> perceived woke culture, which would yeah. be a very non-Star Trek thing to, to do? To be fair, it's not actually woke culture that are annoyed at everything. No, that that's out. true. The, it's actually the the right wing who have this thing where anything upsets them and they want to cancel well, it's not It is not a... Le- Work is the the right wing use work
1: for some stupid reason but it's them who have the cancel culture in all fairness i think i mean sorry I, I hate the whole there's there's good people on both sides obviously but um
0: very good people
1: i think i think there's some people who do push um cancel culture for kind of things that people have said on the left too far but the right, yeah, they they use it as if they don't do it, but they do it just as much, if not more. It's not more. But, you know, I do think there yeah, are people like, on both it's the right
0: wing who go out on a who set up YouTube channels to start uh, blowing up Barbie dolls and all that because they didn't like Barbie. <laughs> now. Yeah, it's the right wing that goes out and we're not going to buy Bud Light, right? How shall we protest? We'll buy cases and cases and cases and cases of it. So we can shoot it every day. Yeah, that's showing it to them, innit? Well done, lads.
1: But if I can just it, to the left of it, though, like there are, I, I I, think it started off with good reason to sort of like hold people accountable, but it does get to the point whereby if someone's on tweet 20 years ago and they've already apologized for it, like with uh, Kevin Hart, mm. to begin with, I thought he should have just apologized again, but then I was like, well, he's already apologized. We've already moved on. Surely, yeah. like, do we never forgive anyone? And I think there was, I think this kind of, Harry's a bit of both sides. I think, I don't, I don't yeah,
0: think it's like... You made, you made a really good point, Squee, in the, the chat that we had, that is this maybe a nod to, because it's stylised like the original series, is this maybe their sort of winky, noddy way of saying, look, we know some of the stuff in there doesn't hold up yeah. to modern standards. We're aware of it, but we're not going to go back and change it. And if that's what this is, I think I think that's really nice. I think that's a, a really good way of acknowledging it. Cause no one's going to watch the original series, and for all the progressive stuff it did, there's there's some very questionable stuff still in there. It and is, but it, it's like we've said many a time, it was made in the exactly. And, and things have moved. You, know, on. you can't, you can't judge things. It's like you can't judge. Seventies TV, TV, is probably not actually as bad as seventies TV. No, that's a fair point. Because seventies went really, really, yeah, bad at times yeah. with racism and sexism, and, and you know? yeah, and I think that's the point um, that I was making is like this. This does feel like it might just be a little bit of an acknowledgement of that, and just you know lampshading it a little bit, saying yeah, you know we we know that. From well, lampshading
1: 20. it. Like, that's not a way to do a Chinese impression. That is not cool. Lampshading See. it meant something very different back then. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. See? That's, right. oh, that's, that's it, it. No, that's it also, now. I'm gonna get cancelled in 20 years. In si- I don't I, I I
1: for saying That that did happen in every bloody sitcom. Like they actually repeated an old episode of watching. I don't know if you remember that. Oh sitcom. god, yeah. But anyway, yeah, they had they literally had someone at the end of the episode. The guy put on a lampshade did his teeth look funny and oh my no it was it was painful I did I'd like oh my yeah. god this oh, oh okay you know fair enough
0: <laughs> yeah oh I was gonna well, mention I, something I, else I, I was going say I thought I thought it also uh, was taking the mickey out of the what the monsters of the week often yes like, I think there's yeah, a bit of that as well
1: I think it's all of the above really I think it's just I think it's a mixture of of right. it yeah yeah they've really thought about this and they haven't again I think what they've done very cleverly is they've not aimed it at one group as a target they've just made it general so yeah like, i'm sure i'm sure right wing trekkies which i still don't get how that exists but still i think they can see it and choose what they see in it as well like Absolutely. they probably won't get everything the writers intended but um, i think you know clever writing sometimes does that makes it so, yeah that's like, it for a little comedy thing like this you want everyone just to be able to and it's very I clever remember.
0: writing for just a couple of minutes. Um, I, I have seen the third one, but Elliot's right. We'll hold off on talking about that. It's yeah. literally <laughs> dropped within the last hour or so as we record this. It is on YouTube. So it you is on YouTube. You just search short, short treks. Oh, very short treks, sorry. It's me that keeps calling them short, short treks. No, no. if you search on YouTube, short, short, short treks. Oh, then, there we go then. Straight away.
1: Can I, I, I just also on the first um one because we sort of like went past very quickly, I know we're sort of like get eating into time but um just I sort of want to say lovely to see Hemner back and I thought it's yes. just it's just so nice to see how in both of them they've uh, replicated the original style of the uh, animated series. like you sometimes when they do that effect it it works better than others mm-hmm. someone you've seen it just it looks like a forced effect. this just looked exactly like yeah. that yeah, it looks great
0: it looked delicious.
1: Really Delicious and seeing, yeah, yeah, seeing him in the back is always good,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's good that they keep bringing him back. Oh. Um,
1: and a little not to Saru, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I just want them to do like. Like you say, Elliot, like just just continuing what you were saying earlier and, and tying into this, I do hope they do at least one with lower decks where they kind of reference prodigy because they're the ones most apt to do it and and call out something which is happening. You know. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I, I hope they manage to find a way of doing that with them. Like again, I, I sort of get it. I maybe they don't want to advertise it because they're trying to sell it somewhere else well, so they this want to be a the bit uh, how they use it. I don't want, well, argument, I'm not being I funny, but if
0: you're not talking about the content and trying to make people forget that the content's there, how are you going to sell it to someone? Yeah, that's a good well, point. I'm more, more thinking... Yeah, it's what like, you, what you, you actually need is people to be to have season one still on your platform and people clamoring, we want more of this, and then no, going no. and then to someone, look, here it is, do you want to buy it to
1: show them? But if they're going to sell it to someone tomorrow, I think the idea is you take off your platform so it's like you'll have... Yeah, to yeah, to, have yeah. So while a deal's happening, sometimes you do have to be able to, that's the only logical reason I can think. Because otherwise, if it's not that, it's fucking mad. But th- that, that kind of would make some sense. There's, yeah, certain <laughs> things about, like, sometimes timing of when it's been on your service to go to another. So if someone, people have been hungry for it for a few months, they might be using that as a Yeah. Plan. It's the only yeah, thing I can think God. of, otherwise it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Anyway, let's crack on then with uh, an episode that is on Paramount Plus for a change. The latest episode of Lower Decks in the cradle of Vexelon. And Vexelon, we find out, is this supercomputer that well, runs this, this that, society on a megastructure. I was off to go to the megastructure first. Yeah.
1: This is the first time in Star Trek we see a ring world. That's true, actually, yeah. And I think this is the most, like, it, it's up there for the most episodes we could have done before, like, because when you guys were messaging before I'd seen it, you didn't give any spoilers, but you were saying it's like, uh, Jim was going, I think we know which one we're going to do this week. If you watched it? Ellie goes, yep, I think I do. Because <laughs> you guys knew you, I hadn't seen it, so you didn't say anything. So as I was watching, I was going, Oh, of course, they can do the because it's a weather station and and, they can do the the soccer one, as they call it, with Wolf. That makes sense. Oh, no, wait a minute. They they've got a bag from the episode with Troy. Oh, okay we're going to go back and do that. episode with Maxana, (laughs) where she gets married. Oh fuck! <laughs> like that, that was the order of my expectation. Did you guys like pick any others before you got to like? No, it had to be that one, life? didn't it? I mean, there was a few we could have
0: done, but
1: I, I, thought, know, about, I, mean, I thought, thought about production. the one with the bag. I yeah. think about one.
0: Yeah, I, when that was on the, the Better Side gift box, yeah. But,
1: you know, I was just but wondering as soon as me, who but, before we got to Move Along Home, to be, to be honest,
0: me. I'd already made up my mind that we were doing Move Along Home when I saw the trailer for the season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did it feature in that? I, I yeah, there's a little it. clip in the trailer, in the season trailer that we were watching a month or so ago. And I decided then that when that episode, this episode dropped, whichever one it was,
1: Oh God! did we do on the show? I must have forgotten if I did see it. I know I, I avoided clips and stuff, yeah. but I probably did watch the trailer at the time just forgot. Yeah,
0: I tend to always watch the trailer, but... I probably did. I, I tend to watch the season trailer, but then I will make a point of... I have no idea what I'm getting to see tomorrow. Yeah. I have, I could have, I've, I've been really good. I've actually stopped, had to stop going on some Star Trek groups that I used to go on to avoid the spoilers, but that's the sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yeah. If they don't like the spoilers on their pages, then
1: Absolutely. I'm not going on their
0: pages. Damn right. So, yeah, the, the ring structure is pretty cool. We've seen a Dyson sphere, which is we have, similar, but, but uh, you're right, we've not seen a, a ring dice, A Dyson sphere, though, we could... If we had the... The money, we could physically build a Dyson Sphere,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we couldn't build a ring world because we haven't got the materials to hold the structure together. Yeah,
1: it, it blew my mind when I heard that the Dyson Sphere was an actual theory. Like, for years I was watching yeah. Rallis, and I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, the thing.
0: From,
1: uh, yeah, Dyson
0: Sphere, we, we could, in theory, build one now if we had, had this infrastructure to do it. But we could not build a ring world because of the weights involved in the gravitation. We will build more exotic metals than what we have. We will build the so Dyson many... Sphere and we will make the Moopsies pay for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that there's so many like, in Star Trek, so many, like, <laughs> either just made up terms or terms which are extrapolated from natural scientific theory. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Heisenberg compensates, when we talk about a lot, but um, yeah, yeah. When it's like Dyson Sphere, oh, that's real thing. That's cool. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, I think
0: I've confessed uh... to this before, but I don't mind confessing to it again. When I first saw the episode Descent, and you've got Data playing cards with Einstein and Newton and Stephen Hawking... I thought Stephen Hawking was a made-up scientist. <laughs> like, like you know how sometimes they'll, really? they'll list yeah. off scientists and they'll, they'll invent and one they'll that pull. lived in the 22nd century then, or something? Yeah. Because I didn't know who Stephen Hawking was at the time. I thought, oh, he must be someone that they're pretending. And then I found out who he was and was embarrassed.
1: No, no, no. You see, I mean, the only reason why I knew was because my... Brother and like my brother was into science and my parents were like one was, one was you know, is, so i think they had kind of a bit of an interest yeah. in, in science there's a show
0: i put on on a night when i go to bed that i, I watch sort uh, of me going to sleep show and it's on youtube and it's says the and says some futurism and, it, and I know all about Dyson spheres and uh, intergalactic structures from watching that, and and how how you'd go about building them, and if we could yet or not. Well, we'll maybe we'll start that next year. We'll get <laughs> we'll get us panel out of the way at um, SFW first, then we'll build yeah. the Dyson sphere. Um,
1: <laughs> so the, yeah, next some retro studios. <laughs> Next on Retrek model Studios, Admiral Elliot builds an actual life-size Dyson sphere. Yeah. Um, this is going to be quite a few clips, on uh, yeah, quite a few episodes yeah, on that It one. might take a while,
0: but we'll get there.
1: Are we building...
0: What were we, we were going to build at SFW? Uh, we want to build the longest um, telephone. That's it. Yeah, that telephone. We, need, we need to start thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> we could... Because, oh. you know, how we set up the telephone between our and Ruth caravan. I've heard the rumours.
1: I, I never saw
0: it. Right. Well, we put we got there before them, so we set up a carav- uh, telephone yeah. and broke through their window. And it worked. Well, we did actually break the window, but we managed to open it, and we fitted them in, fitted them in with a, t- a telephone before they got there so we could talk to each other. And? Because <laughs> we... Because we used to, uh, when we were in Wales and lost all signal. (laughs) And we've looked up how long the world record is for the longest telephone. It just just happened that the world record was beaten the week before we were at the weekend, so it was fresh in my memory at the time. So we think it's doable.
1: Anyway. What worked out nicely was when you put that between the caravans, someone had knitted a, um, a DeLorean with a yeah. pole at the top, and they managed to go back to the... And to it so <laughs> out.
0: So, anyway, right. Back to Star Trek. We must concentrate. Um, <laughs> Boimler's Beimler, yeah. got his first mission in charge, and... There's, I think this is quite charming, really. That he he gets this thing of, oh, wait a minute, it's dangerous, right? So I'm gonna have to do everything. It's it's the Vulcan, innit? Uh, to Uh, Traylan, to Lynn, to Lynn, to Lynn, who puts that in his head because he's all up for the mission and all happy with the having thing, and then she points out that, um junior lieutenants normally die or get
1: the crew killed on the first yeah <laughs> isn't to Lynn how you address someone as Linda in the north to Lynn yes yeah correct right. <laughs> um, sorry anyway <laughs> uh, fuck that joke wasn't worth it anyway uh, Elliot you, you say something funny again
0: <laughs> but no it's it is good how he's got this thing I'm not gonna uh, yeah. put anybody in danger and Boimler beam Boimlerio he overcompensates but this is the beauty of Lower Decks is that they actually do do proper character development because Talin gives him a pep talk and he realizes, no, I'm a lieutenant now. I do have to delegate and I do have to take command. This was
1: what really did it for me because, like, I mean, I thought when they were originally doing it, it, it is—I don't know—I felt like I'd seen that before with someone kind of just questioning their own day David themselves. themselves. It, it felt a little silly, but then to have the heartfelt moment, it kind of like didn't yeah.
0: I did like his lesson he learned from it though. Guys, it turns out I have to put you all in life threatening danger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's the lesson. That's like Deanna Troy's commander's exam. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to say, to, but to turn something so sort of silly earlier on the episode into something which is so relatable to so many of us in positive yeah. syndrome, especially like a lot of us are in our 40s and 50s here and uh, a lot of our friends are, and that's when you start to go into management positions and stuff. And you do get My that. Wife. You feel like, oh, wow, I was just, I was one of the guys. You know what I mean? Though. It's like there, there are more of us who go into more positions of responsibility. You've been a teacher. <laughs> like That's a position, quite a heavy responsibility. Position responsibility, and I think that kind of feeling of imposter syndrome is something that a lot of us get when we kind of move into those. Like I was just one of those guys. Uh, like yes, last week, yes. like, exactly actually, as he said it. Just running.
0: actually, you could answer this question as an ex teacher. Oh, but did you find that the kids preferred to be taught in uh, porter cabins all the time? Um. Funny you should ask that because I did actually teach in porter cabins while they, they decided to combine the school I was teaching at with another school. And so during the transition period, we did have porter cabins. And no, they were not incredibly fond of them. <laughs> Amazing. It's almost like she might have been lying in Parliament. Never, About I mean, kids telling her how they love being in porter cabins. Well, they do prefer. They prefer, uh, being in port- they prefer being in port port cabins at the minute, because when you're in a port cabin you can take your hard hat off that you have to wear all the yeah. rest of the time in case the yeah. roof
1: falls in. port cabins quite like <laughs> roofing. If it's going to fall, you're exactly. going to be Exactly. It's the safest place
0: to be. Um, OK, so the the B-plot, then, is the rest of them have to count these ice chips and they discover that they have access to the anomaly storage room, which is... I'll give it, I'll, I will let it slide this time, but that is the ultimate Lower Decks. We just want to cram a load of references into the frame. So let's say we've got a room that has yeah. literally everything yeah, lower, in it. Lower
1: Decks can do that. Yeah. Lower Decks is the only one which can do that. And it's like, but I also like the low, linear chip, the, uh, Ice Linear Chip Room. Yeah. And the guy comes in the goes like, oh, sorry, I thought the button which was hidden down here was... Yeah, like, the was button was, <laughs> was
0: The secret was, button, Yeah. And in this room then we do have the Betazoid gift box, we have the Wadi game, we have the probe from Inner Light, we have the mm. uh, Romulan cloaking device that Kirk and Spock steal. There's all sorts of Yeah, in there. it's really strange that all these things have been put on the serotors. Yeah, that is very it's
1: odd. Like uh, 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 the Cerritos, after they've completed their current mission, are going to the Starfleet Museum well, to them into storage. Well, and that is the, the next thing they get, get you know, a so Cerritos kind of mission. Mm-hmm. There was a meme going around, were not there, at one point, that uh, actually it
0: is a California class that is the flagship of the Federation. You just put all the reckless officers on like the Enterprise, yeah, and tell them that the like the, the it's the
1: flagship.
0: Yeah, these are the actual sensible ones who you want yeah. to represent here rather than the crazy ones.
1: I, I What I did really enjoy about this episode was that the captain got to be particularly clown shoes in the episode. I like the the fact they give episodes where they just have the captain being shit. <laughs> like yeah, on, well, on the, to on be the a fair, mission. Though, to be
0: fair, she says like she. D- She eventually calls down, but her reasoning for actually solving this herself made perfect sense. She goes, I majored in ancient AI systems at Starfleet. This is what I majored in. She's probably the most qualified person on that ship or about to actually do do this. That's probably
1: why she's been sent on the mission in the first place. But... She's also, I think, a captain of the California class because she doesn't check if this does a restart before it <laughs> before it reboots.
0: Yes, that's true. <laughs> I think I mean, that's
1: where she fucked up. Like it's like, oh, my, I shouldn't, shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was her.
0: Essentially, the plot is extremely simple in this episode. It's just the computer needs a restart. It goes a bit wrong. They fix it, but um, it, it's that character journey that we get for Boimler that makes it what it is.
1: Can I throw in another one just because it was like, one of, one of the episode was at the beginning. Jerry O'Connell was the first officer at Ransom. Uh, I really love the fact that because, you know, we all know these people who kind of like maybe aren't the most intellectual of of the mm-hmm. people, we you know, I'm not insulting anyone. You know, people, people are good in different ways. Some people are kind of more intellectual than others. And he's, he's trying to become true. But there's one thing that they're really clever at that they know everything mm-hmm. about. And I love that. Like, yeah, I sort of love that about people. You know, you can have someone who's. Sort of mock sometimes for not being the most street smart, but then there'll be something they know everything about because <laughs> everyone knows something about something. And the fact that Ransom wasn't like knew everything about her, it, like, oh, I thought that form was yeah. a bit clumsy, really. You know, that what, was just
0: so like good. what got me was I don't know if you it was obviously a piss take done deliberately, but there's like the three that he slags up. yeah. And you go, no, what they're our best works on about them three, and the identical. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's a dig at modern art in general, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? How people yeah. just look at... It's like, so a, a friend of mine went to one once and it was a stepladder, and that was it. And I, yeah, so, I, I was I, like, I just, well, it's a stepladder. It just looks like the lads who've put the displays up haven't cleared the gear out of the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, actually, that is what happened. And the guy got a grant.
0: Probably. I saw once <laughs> is the it's white just, bit of paper. Yeah, it's just ludicrous, isn't it? So, I, 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 mean, don't get, if, I don't get some of it. If you enjoy it, great. It's not for like, me. I like I honestly think that it's a lot of people who want to show off to other p- people who want to sh- be shown off to and show off, who go, he's a white cloth, this is amazing, and they get told some bollocks about it. <laughs> And they go, yeah, I see that. And then this, all the friends have got to go, cause they want to be hip and cool as well and all into this thing, i have to go, yeah. Yeah, so it's I the emperor's it. new
1: clothes,
0: effectively, yeah. but. It, yeah.
1: It reminds me of this, this old It's video. the only
0: thing that I can explain modern art in my head, that's the only way it works. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there was a, a video of uh, John Lennon going to one of Yoko Ono's um, art exhibits and there was this one exhibit, which you have to sort of climb, you have to climb up a ladder, I think. And then you looked into this box and in the box it just said just yes in it. And he comes down and he's asked by like uh, the guy videoing it. So, oh, what do you think of the artwork? He goes, oh, well, like, I like the fact it says yes. If it said no, I probably would have liked it so much. It's like, now yeah. that is a good husband. That is someone <laughs> who will find any bullshit excuse to find a reason yeah. to like their partner's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like. Well done, John. It was very obviously bullshit, but you tried. You tried, <laughs>
0: Um So Beimler then. Beimler does get killed, and we bring back possibly one of my favourite recurring motifs, which is the panda that greets you. Koala. Koala. Sorry. Sorry. Koala. Oh, and, and
1: and did you recognise the room he was in? No. Go on. That looked very much like uh, Twin Peaks when they go into. Oh, do you um, think it was a reference, a reference to that? If you look at the floor, yeah, yeah you've got the black uh, and white floor, okay. and the room look very similar. I I've, think I've tried
0: what, listening a couple of times, and we're hearing it's not as good as it used to be. What does the koala say to Boimler?
1: I think it's in reverse. I, I you can't make it out. I think it's reverse. I mean, that would awesome. be very they twin, did peaks. twin Peaks. Yeah, they had a white, like a, a black and white check floor room with a window, a bit similar to that. I think. There's a room window? and they had well then maybe they didn't have the window, but they had backwards speak as well. And they it was didn't a, have that. I remember it's just a if, small box room. If like anyone
0: that. watching does know what the koala said, please let yeah, us know. Yeah, let us know what the koala said. There's gotta said. be
1: someone I think there's gotta be someone online. I, I as I say, I think it's backwards, and there's gotta be someone online who's reversed it, and I think it's gonna be a clue to something in yeah, the yeah. series. But
0: I do love this idea that the the koala governs the afterlife in Star Trek and well, they did I wonder if it's something like this is the second time you've cheated death uh, Maybe and it gives the clue that um, will bondless still alive yeah oh that'd be good and yeah, I mean
1: it, it just reminded me of uh, it, the way you know
0: the audience, but in Star Trek true no. yeah
1: uh, another little very quick tangent but in um Star Trek in sorry Red Dwarf they uh did the episode backwards and there's a scene with the comedian after Smith oh yeah at the, the comedy club and he's like it, it's all the best." <laughs> someone did forward it and what you're saying during it is like and you idiots you here and i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the wanker at home who spent the time to record this and reverse it on their computer yeah. and like those we're talking about like early 90s computers maybe like they, they, yeah, this would yeah. not been easy to do someone's taken a lot of time to do that
0: yeah no that was really good
1: yeah so Uh, i hope the koala's just insulting us quite frankly i i want
0: to see the koala in live action i think this is canon now that the koala guards the afterlife and i think we need to see it. do you think on screen well exactly do you think the the koala
1: do you think the koala takes you to the great bird of the galaxy oh it could do yeah
0: um, and then the lieutenant tells him that he was traumatized by the Waddy game, and that's why he, he can't go near it. But it turns out that he was hazing him after all, and that's the that's the <laughs> you know, what gets me is that is that they've actually got away with hazing, and Mariner got hazed, which mm. is like the shock of it all. Like she fell for, uh, for also. It all.
1: And Mariner, like, we're going, it's like, oh, isn't that one of the games where they say Alan Mashaka or something like yeah, that? Yeah. And then when Rutherford's in there, he's just like, right, right, through. move along, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's I just love like, you. The, the yeah, I know.
0: Like, within the canon, uh, Rutherford must have read. Cisco's logs, and that's how he knows effectively he knows exactly what all to do. He knows Rutherford all the cheat codes, and code. single one. I, I love, so the Waddy guy in the the second chap or the third chap, sorry, where the, it's the party, and he just looks so disappointed that he does not get to do all his shtick because Rutherford yeah. knows exactly <laughs> what to do. Rutherford
1: just runs in and, <laughs> 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 and he
0: out, open Come on, hurry up.
1: <laughs> and when he when he comes out and he grabs the sentient suitcase and he's goes like oh my god i saw my whole life say goodbye to my wife for me <laughs> That's yeah track, right? he's been in the, light the inner light device in the light
0: yeah the no, really good fun episode um so shall we talk about move along home then
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. I think we've run out of time. Sorry. Uh, it's been great. Like, uh, happy re to everyone. We've been trekking this Well, See, we it? don't.
0: We, we've got 15 yeah. minutes.
1: All right, then. And Fine. it's not like
0: we haven't overrun episodes. Yes, yeah, you're not getting right out of it. <laughs> I actually have a soft spot for this episode. <laughs> wise, really. I don't think this is anywhere near as bad I, as people say. I think it's I, just the Alan Moraine scene that's I, terrible. I want to say something about this. Go on. To put the record straight, when we first started doing the Dominion War, I wanted to do this episode and you wouldn't let us. You see? And I was very wise because now we get to speak about it here. I've mean, i added a- it into the Dominion War uh, playlist though now. That's reasonable really? because I- it, is, it is the first official contact with the Gamma Quadrant and don't...
1: Okay, because it's the first one, though. Cause not because not it's quite Alien, otherwise, that really opens up. Like, did, which is they, awesome. did they in <laughs> um, lower
0: decks at some point say that the Dominion wiped out the Wadi? Because that wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. I mean, no. I feel, did they not? I feel like we should have a joke about that at some I don't point. Know. It wouldn't surprise well, me. On that the Dominion Archaeology Planet. On I can't, I can't remember. So they were referenced in that
1: because we did talk about doing that for a minute, but yeah. there was another one which was larger in that episode yeah. that we decided to Because, yeah, I mean, like you, Jim, I've, I've got a soft spot for this one. Of course I have. And there is a lot of fun in it. But I must admit, this time, especially because I was watching it particularly, to, and it was the only one I was watching as opposed to when Trek goes wrong, I was watching the other ones. So I, I guess I was focused, but not as focused. But geez, man. I, I must admit, I see everything anyone's ever said about this episode in magnitude. Yeah, even I mean,
0: it's it's not the greatest. I mean, it. But so we start right at the beginning where it initially goes wrong. Yeah. Right. Cisco, when he's talking about, oh, it's really exciting. We've got the first first contact with the species from the Gamma Quadrant coming through. The Vulcans uh, sort of met them. Yeah. And now they're coming. So bear this in mind, Vulcans are the ones who have had contact with the Waddy. Mm-hmm. The Waddy say games we've heard all about Quark. <laughs> so the Vulcans being been there with the Waddy. You have got to go to Quark. <clears throat> it's it drinks, it's holosweets. That's a very it's good
1: point. I, I, a I can make it work. time. I can make it work. They played Calder Cup <laughs> on the uh, Vulcan ship and they've gone, oh, we love games. They go, oh, well, there's this this place called Quark's. Like, it's not for us, but you might like it. You seem very emotional. <laughs> go uh, on. That's my justification. I, I'm going to say, though, that for me, it was the opening scene. It was like the fact that not only does Cisco once again show him to be the only responsible dad in Star Trek, but you also, in the same breath, right when he's he's knocking out of park, being concerned about his son, trying to explain how like first contacts, what like making love to a beautiful woman. Which <laughs> yeah, he like, does do that. But uh, but that's fine. But then, in the same breath, it's one of the earliest example of. Um, Ferengi racism from Cisco. Oh, so yeah. He's like, oh, the Ferengi boy. He's got a name, man. <laughs> Look yours. You like, not call anyone by their race.
0: <laughs> what does Cisco think that Nog's doing with these women? Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. he's like
0: he probably does things with girls. Like, all no, right, no, Cisco.
1: No, exactly. I mean, he should know, but it's the same as any young kid's friend who boasts about getting some. They're not. Yeah, they're
0: well, not. exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so th- it's quite funny that Cisco gets all geared up for this first contact and the waddy turn up and is like, no. And I like the way he goes, yes, uh, uh, yes, yes, take me to the games.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, they they introduce them in turn. Uh, you know, Kira, the snags, the Share. It's like, Yes, yes, yes. Games, <laughs> And also, yeah. what I really love about this, because th- I mean, this is a bit of a headcanon just because I'm, you know, you could have some fun with y- yourself on these. You? But you've got um, Dax is in dress uniform. The joke is Bashir hasn't got his dress uniform. Mm-hmm. And so far, we haven't seen a Bashir in dress uniform, which, let's face it, is the real reason why Kira isn't in dress uniform. But I like it the idea. It. Like, Kira's just basically punked Cisco going, it's like, uh, yeah, we don't bother with those dress uniforms just so yeah. she doesn't have to wear it. The, the thing is
0: that, They'll have existing uh, Starfleet
1: dress uniforms from the wardrobe for next gen. Of course. It would have been an extra cost to make a, yeah. a uniform, especially for Kira. Well, exactly. True. So it's cost versus we haven't established they've got a dress uniform. I just love the idea, though. It's like, yeah, Kira at this stage, she would do anything to avoid dress uniform. So she isn't going to advertise the fact that it exists. Whereas later on, where she's mellowed a bit, it's like, oh. Fine, I'll probably fucking I'll put it all. Plus, Cisco's yeah. been on. Cisco's been to Beira so many times now; he must have picked up on it by now. Well, it's <laughs> also
0: become that is a religious icon, and she
1: will do anything for. Cisco. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. So it works canonically brilliantly.
0: I don't buy Bashir's excuse, like, "Oh, I can't have brought it with me." Well, replicate one then. Yes, that's yeah. why I thought straight away. Well, are all replicators broke?
1: Well, let's face it. In these areas, Brian is, issues, already, is, he is he fixing them see- every week. He's already seen Garrick at this point, isn't he? Uh,
0: yeah, could have got Garrick to make one for him. And, and... and surely someone like uh, Bashir, who's uh, genetically modified,
1: would have remembered his dress uniform. Piece met... of piss, right? He, he he forgot it, so he could show off that he had forgotten something. He was going to replicate I, it. I, but I think Brian it... said that these machines are down, and Garrick uh, was out of cloth.
0: Yeah. No, That'd I do. I think I think it made I think it's done deliberately to make him look more inferior, that he forgets things and, yeah. and that. Yes, totally. exactly. And, I, that I, and it, I think it, his, like... his
1: idea was he was going to go, oh, I forgot it, let me just replicate one. There was no one yeah. to replicate it. And he just asked Garrett that morning because he's only just realized- I'm not being funny, but it.
0: a lieutenant straight out of South League Academy, it, on their first pig, does not forget their dress uniform. They certainly that. shouldn't do
1: it's a lovely bit of uh subterfuge from bashir there yeah yeah, yeah. and it plays in nicely when you know that he's
0: playing subterfuge for yeah. several years and yeah. making himself look not as bright as clever and as amazing as he actually is
1: it's like he keeps on going on about the uh <coughs> fiber and the post nerve that he confused in the test mm-hmm. yeah show off again i made a mistake like if he had been uh uh top of his class then you know that of suspicion yeah. being second yeah. you know it, it all works very nicely yeah
0: and the quark then is the one who isn't diplomatic and i love the fact that the what are you are presenting him with these things that are you know precious to them but quark's just honest about it he's just like, i don't want sticks what are you gonna you know? <laughs> i like that uh, we've got these sticks you can do all sorts with them what?
1: <laughs>
0: well, yeah. if they'd said it was a Frankie ear game. cleaner,
1: he would have been all over it. Yeah, yeah. they tap them together.
0: They do tap them <laughs> together. But yeah, you're right, they could have used it as an ear cleaner or a back scratcher. or a... but Anyway, quite don't want them, Got but the he, don't, he don't so he back and he
1: drink, And then he gets the, they get the gems out. And No, they gave him the he... drink next. Yeah, the drink. No, I said they get the drink and then the gem. Yeah, yeah, but he gets yeah. the drink into there. Yeah, this is uh,
0: one of our greatest treasures, and he goes one man's treasure is another man's garbage.
1: <laughs> yep. And I just like the fact that when they put the gems out on the table, this is a perfect example of it probably was fine in standard definition. Now yeah. on HG, is so obviously costume jewelry yeah. gem. They are so obviously not. Yeah. It. It's, it's, it's just painful. Too. But again, on, on the cameras at the time, they would look fine.
0: Yeah, true. Um. And when he gets the um, the Dabo guy to cheat, it's like, could you make it look more obvious, Quark, when he passes in the thing and then he sort of refuses, you know, he, he holds it back a second. It's like, you're so clearly telling him to fiddle it. Like, you're not yeah. even making this subtle now. Um, but, yeah, so it all leads to the Wadi set up their own game and that's the setup of the episode and Squee, you were saying about the the point at which this happens
1: no not that which that happens when they actually when you first get cisco is the first one who wakes up in the game yeah and that is uh 13 minutes into the episode almost mm-hmm. a quarter of the episode like this is just a, a a structural example of why this episode gets lambasted so much well third the episode before you get into what you're going to be doing in the episode that yeah, that's,
0: that's a, long a fair time point. Until you get into it. Like, don't, there's part of this, and don't you find it odd that Cisco's in bed, which is fair enough, he's asleep when he gets moved in, but immediately puts him into his uniform, mm-hmm. which is fair enough because he's got into some sort of hollow suite as it turns out. Yeah, but and then when he comes pull.
1: out, he's still in his uniform. Why have he gone it, back into his pajamas? Because the game transports you into it in your uniform. Like it's, I think it there's transporting
0: <laughs> And Bashir's, Bashir's I, yeah. thing where he's screaming and he goes, haven't you ever tried to wake yourself up from a nightmare by screaming? No. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah.
1: There are so many things in this episode where they just say it and they expect you to just yeah. it, it. Like, like the fact... I mean, it's, we'll jump around this. We always do. Yeah. But it's like, it's the fact that when they realize that the players are people, yeah. it's like, oh, there's four of those and there's four of them. They don't look anything like them. They're not even colored like their <clears> outfits <throat> or uniforms or anything. They have no re- Like, if they colored them like their uniforms, then they go, weren't it? You notice all the people are missing. And, you know, so you, th- that's a good... Yeah, that And, be- you know, you see... You've got a uh, duty officer putts who doesn't even bother checking the sensors to see where the guys are when they, no one shows up for duty.
0: You see, I knew yeah, one a of you... Dollar. I knew one of you was going to say that thing about, oh, they realise there's only four of them and somehow they magically... But I thought about it. And I remembered it's it's a good few years ago now, but I was playing a board game, and I had one character, and they got locked up in the board game, and I was just minding my own business. News report comes on telly, Madeleine McCann's disappeared, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh,
1: Jesus Christ! Okay, of all the places I thought you were going, that was not it. <laughs>
0: I was very proud of that joke. I wrote that down.
1: No, 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 no. And like I laughed. I can't claim any moral high right now.
0: So, anyway, also,
1: during the week, during the week. Sorry, just very random. But like, I was showing someone how far I can move my arm up now, which is now up to about here, which is too bad. But at the time, it was like up here, and they go. You realise no, that's just the do that. loot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs>
0: that's so not... Radio Radio, yeah, right. it
1: it my um personally to loot was the highest I could and yeah. I just say, Oh, it's up here, it's up here. It's like, oh no, that angle. Yeah, wrong.
0: when it gets to that angle, you've just gotta sort of put it lower in second and say raise it slightly higher than that, but I won't okay. it's,
1: it's about shoulder height, that's what I'm gonna say. I won't show you.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, so I think it's perfectly reasonable for them to make that logic jump, honestly. Um, anyway, the Chandra and Alamarin. then. I mean, it is notorious, rightly so. A bit I do enjoy is where Bashir thinks he's got it worked out, and he turns and looks at him with this really cocky look on his face just before, as hits the shield. He, just <laughs> before he smashes into the shield, which is pretty funny. Now, now I wonder about this as well. If this is another one where he knows he isn't doing exactly what she's well, doing. Oh, maybe that ah, I like he's that got, he, he's following the steps, but he isn't doing the right and he's super intelligent. He yeah, must, he's probably working I am not doing exactly what she, she's doing, but I'm gonna do enough to make it look like I'm I've Thank got you. it right.
1: Thank you because I needed that because even when I was first watching this. When I, I loved this episode, I didn't question anything. Even then, I was going, No, he didn't do the movements. Like, you know, it was yeah, so. the movements, do he doesn't me. sing the rhyme. Oh, sorry, he doesn't sing the rhyme. Whatever bit he doesn't do, <laughs> it was obvious to me from the first watching that it, it's obvious what he's yeah, doing, what he is doing. Like, it's... I think all the viewers felt what, it. But what I like I, that I, excuse. I like that. What language. I do
0: like about watching this. If you look at Kira, Kira is not impressed at Apple. No, it's she's your... not. And the way she says the rhyme, it's so flat. She's like, counting yeah. to four. Whereas Cisco <laughs> goes into this weird, Alamarine, count really to four. Like, what, where does that voice come from, Sisko? Alamarine, count to four. I,
1: I wouldn't mind, but like at the time you just assume that's his singing voice, but then you hear him later in uh, Vic Fontaine's, and he's got a brilliant singing voice. Yeah, like, no, it's Why brilliant. didn't you use that one? <laughs>
0: Um, and then the next chap then is basically the bit out of Labyrinth where they get caught in a, a dance hall and they've got to work out. And anyway, it's drinking it's drinking the drink. Now, now, the thing here... Now, this place as well, it's like Bashir's watching them all and they're drinking and they keep offering them drinks and, and they're not taking it and they start getting poisoned. And Bashir... Right, this is dangerous south to all of us. So immediately said, right, I've worked out. We need to drink this. Nice, I'm liking this.
1: And this is why the Retrek podcast will never die in such a situation. Like, I, I went off it for a bit, but I'm back on it now, so we're all safe. Yeah, we'd be like no, but,
0: Rutherford, but it, we could get straight through.
1: It is, it's one of them things,
0: as you're watching the old episodes, I'm actually thinking mm. about the sheer is sort of masking the fact that he's highly intelligent at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah,
1: perfect. And, I'm, and, I'm gi- and I'm giving the
0: writers and and the producers and the showrunners credit that they knew where they were going right from the beginning
1: with Bashir. Which we know for a fact they didn't.
0: <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Now, Cisco, when they, when they get out of this one, I think this is the point where Cisco's actually really getting into this because he he sort of yeah. slaps his hands together like the 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 defeat the chap, and then you just see cisco go and it's yes. like yes. all right you're loving it now <laughs>
1: right again again no. we would be the same i mean apart from the fact that we would go in there down the drinks go right how do we solve this one and then the door opens the guy's going oh you're and the same as yeah. me, be, oh, that's yeah, yeah, don't I the other would yeah yeah like, and suddenly we do <laughs> and we would be the same we'd be like um a second ago, we were fearing for our lives. Then we're exactly oh, it's next. I'm enjoying this now. We get into the puzzle of it. We would be exactly like that. Exactly. I think is brilliant writing. And
0: yeah. people talk about Star Trek predicting communicators and iPads, and this is this is effectively an escape room. People pay good yeah. money to do stuff like this. Now, in fact, we're we do. we're doing one on a week next on next Saturday. Saturday. Um, yeah, so you doing the extreme one? I have no idea which one I'm doing. No, no. Yeah, I, I had to say, it's like, one. yeah,
1: I, I might not be good for the handcuff that, one. <laughs>
0: That's what I asked for, was the, the more difficult one, but Bex is in charge, so I'll be told oh. which one I'm doing. Yeah. It's so well, I've exited my sofa already because me, you and Deanie were on sofa. Oh no, where TBD? Have you not seen the updated one, where TBD? We don't even know which house we're in, mate, at the minute. Oh, I've been speaking to Becky.
1: I've already exited which house I'm so in. That's the alright then.
0: That's alright. Anyway. Hey, um, you're
1: not leaving me behind, are you guys? Come on.
0: <laughs> you, you've you been allocated a house.
1: Oh, well, you, are you? I got to choose my, my own.
0: Yeah? I'm in the same one as you, sweet. Yeah, I'll be yeah, in that no, I, one. I want I, house. I, yeah. I chose that house. That's alright. Are no, we in the big house? You know I mean? I'm in the big house. Sorry, this is really boring for anybody who isn't going to <laughs> Sheffield and is listening. We'll sort out our domestic plans later. Um, anyway, so Quark does this thing where he begs not to have to choose, and it's very histrionic and over the top, and I quite enjoy it. It's it, a bit silly. It, it, it... It's very Quark, though, no, innit, when he realises... Because Odo's looking down on him. And I I wonder, if Odo hadn't been there, would Quark have been quite as bothered about them dying with a better... Maybe not. <laughs> I enjoy the fact that Odo sort of looks at the waddy guy and he's... They're both just as if to say, like, he's overdoing it here. Like, they just share this look between them. It's brilliant. <laughs> Like, well, which Monty Python film is it where the guy just goes, what's an eccentric performance? I think it's uh, Ben says it that's, at some point. It's, uh, it's when the... Uh, with the rabbit... Yes. Uh, the rabbit, when he's going... it is <laughs> going on about... With nasty, big, pointy... To, yeah, and he goes, what, what's an eccentric performance? It looks oh, like man. that's what Odo's saying yeah. to the Wadi guy at looks, this point. Yeah.
1: We, we'll not move, move along home. Tis a silly game. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: right, it is a silly game because the final room is rubbish. It's just a cave. Like, that ruins well, it for me. That I like the... I don't mind the element yeah, but, room. I don't mind the drinks room. But the yeah, cave is pants. That
1: was, that was quacks there, short cut out. And, and uh, we've also... Say- We've also skipped over a very vital part of the episode. Again, it, it's, it's one of my favorites, but it's like just a bit where Quark makes Odo blow on the dice. That is a lovely. Yes, that's Quark very movie. good. Like, that's classic them. Like, even though Quark, you know, is genuinely worried for them, he still wants to bust Odo's uh, gooey balls. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. One. He gets yeah.
0: one over on Odo despite everything. Yeah.
1: And by the way, every time you're now to <laughs> Odo, gooey balls. Just say. <laughs>
0: I just want to ruin it for everyone. And that's about it, really, isn't it? It turns out it was all a game and they're all fine. Here's your thing. Who was playing the game? Was it Quark or was it Cisco, Kira, Bashir and Dax? I think it's both. I think it's kind of like Nightmare, but you don't know that you're helping each other. I think think Quark dictates... I, I I think Quark dictates... What the levels are and everything. Which room? But, which room and difficulty? Yeah, but you're gambling <laughs> on your players being good enough no to to overcome it for you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sort of like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Nightmares are really good. At, yeah, I think because especially because he he may not be blind facially but he can't see what they're. Doing. He can't he just, see what they're doing. Yeah. Uh,
0: I it's wonder like, if when the wadi normally play it like you get to pick who your four players will be
1: i i think yeah, it's always like, like this it's always like uh, just uh, random like it always grabs people because uh, i, then you I reckon
0: game. that i reckon that there's different versions of the game yeah so that because obviously if you have the game and it's like we don't do the same escape room twice because there's no point there's not much point yeah because well, I also think... you might forget one or two things, but you will remember basically where everything is. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I think there's different games where it's different levels, but yeah, I, I'm but thinking I imagine the way they play a... as well. I, th- I think there's some people, it's like when you play uh, uh, True and Pursuits, there's different house family rules. Like, some people play really hmm. strictly to the rules. Some people, like, oh, well, well, we'll like let you do this, that, or the other, you know, or we'll tell you this, that, and the other about the game. Like, I think they are particularly, they're like, no, the original game involved not telling anyone who was going to be involved in the game that they were going to just randomly get picked from the game. Whereas, right. more, enlighten, more enlightened people, or most people who play it, I reckon, do go, we're gonna have four players who you know you won't know, um, like what they're doing, but you can pick who it is, and you've got to get their consent. It'd be a right, The original didn't
0: like you know, if you like, right? Oh, I've got a, I've got a big exam tomorrow. I need to get an early night. It's like, oh, the put me in a game. It, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I imagine that. I imagine you... to play it like
1: we go to escape rooms. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think the consent
0: of who's playing it's is like what really... you said. It, it's ahead of its time, but we all play escape rooms now. Yes, it exists at this but point. But we don't play escape rooms like <laughs> you two won't go to bed tonight and then wake up and I'm like, hey lads, I've put you in this escape room, come on.
1: No, that's what makes an escape room sore. <laughs>
0: Let's see
1: what happens next Saturday. <laughs> uh, can I also. Just a shout out to and <coughs> this is quite a on-running thing in the first couple of series of uh, Deep Space Nine is Quark does some shady shit which he never gets account for. Like there's the episode where he almost gets that's killed by trying yes. to deal with the Klingons. That's a there's, really bad out. episode. Yeah, but quite. at the end of this, it's like right, you've brought a major security risk into the, state, like the station through what your actions. You haven't vetted this game. You haven't checked it. It's drawing massive. Energy levels from the station. Like he has got so many questions. Well, Once so they are going, no quark. Like that's mm. the only answer. To it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's to negotiate doing this more. Let's not stop him. This wasn't too much for a ball like for all of us.
0: It does cross the line sometimes, I think.
1: Flash, Fred, Jake, not being, not being sexist. And one of the this ties into what you
0: said earlier on, which you know the game doesn't start until a third of the way through the episode, which means that the episode wraps up and the Wadi just got right, we're off, and it even shows the ship fucking off, right, like within yeah. two minutes <laughs> of the game finishing. Yeah, right, we've had enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean the, that whole,
0: game.
1: the whole thing, like the. <laughs> there might be the bones of a concept in here but nothing's explored and they have so much time they're wasted up front so they could have run into again like the thing of them figuring out the figures they could have taken their time over that they could have like they could have been more reason why that happened and i that's... like
0: like i like stories where it's taking a bunch of characters and showing them solving things like but there's not enough of the actual solving, solving in it, things. you know. It, it could have been loads and loads of fun. Uh, as it is, I think it, it's okay. I think it's better than its reputation suggests. But I think it's one of those that is. I think we've all watched it probably a lot of times. Let's be honest, oh, yeah. over the
1: years. it's spooks
0: brains, and it's one of those that it grows on you that you do start to appreciate it. Yeah, and then we watch it again.
1: Oh no, It didn't even grow on me. Like, the age of which I watched it is very relevant as well. It's the same as Spock's Brain. I love that episode. I think it's so much fun, but it is objectively shit. I get why people say everything they say about it, the same thing with Move along home, and I will watch it happily. And remember I was joking about skipping over it at the end of this episode, I enjoyed, I, I, I really
0: enjoyed my rewatch
1: of it this yeah. week. I, I think the only and, reason why I
0: and I think if you can get that, if you enjoy watching something, it doesn't really matter what anyone else says. No, of course
1: it. not. I mean, I, I think the only thing was, the only thing which took the bloom off the flower a little bit was, I did watch it from, it did Free Trick Goes Wrong, <laughs> When sorry, Star Trek Goes Wrong. So I watched it fairly <sighs> recently and I watched it in a complete rewatch of Deep Space Nine recently. So I'm probably good to give it a bit of a break now. Yeah,
0: give it give it six months and you'll love it again anyway we'll wrap up there then next week we'll be back with the next episode of lower decks the next episode of very short treks and we'll see where what adjacent we'll... episodes will will join it with. absolutely but in the meantime you can get in touch with us we're at retrek pod you can email us RetrekPod at gmail.com uh, we're on all the socials elliot's got retrek model studios on youtube what have we got going so- on there Uh, I'm still working on the flying sub. um, You'll find out in the next episode why it's taken a while, and I've got weekends away as well coming up. So I'm going to try get one out this Sunday. But I took several steps backwards. I had a fuck up. (laughs) right. Uh, No, I had two fuck ups. (laughs) And I've got got... the fix now. kingy's toy box on youtube where we've just reviewed uh the first issue of dungeons and dragons adventurer magazine with the nice set of dice that you get with it which is bending the rules a little bit not quite a toy but i wanted to talk about it and it's my youtube channel so there you go and dr squee what have we got going on on the dr squee show
1: Honestly, I'm not sure. I'm in the middle of trying to arrange a few interviews and stuff at the moment, so it might be an interview. It might be me just playing music and having a laugh, which we did this week. And I played um, because uh, Ben Aker Ladies just released a new album. I did a sort of special with them this week. Um, so yeah, yeah, I might just do some music. We'll see. I don't know uh, it's been a bit of a time recently, so you know it's it's quite fun just um, have something which is a bit more off the cuff sometimes. But yeah. uh, I believe we'll get some more interviews. Like some more interviews will come soon. Is all I can say. But if not, we'll have a good time. Join us on Tuesday at 7 to 8, at SW20radio.co.uk. And please make sure you subscribe to DrSqueed.com, where whenever I get interviews, the video version will go up there.
0: Fantastic. Thank and thanks for trekking with us this nope. time. Go on, Elliot. Oh. No, I was just saying, great. Right. and, oh, and the one... Go oh, on.
1: Very quickly... Sorry, just because we haven't mentioned it before. uh, In October, you've got um, Patrick Stewart's autobiography coming out. Oh, yes. uh, Pre-order now.
0: Making it so, I believe it's called.
1: Yeah, sorry, I meant to mention it earlier.
0: And we will see you next time on The retrack. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: LLAP and drag off.